0: Christ is risen, he is risen indeed, alleluia. Thank you for coming out here a little bit early for Easter sunrise service to celebrate the most important holiday. All holidays on the calendar are about celebrating people, times, seasons, remembering other people, remembering events. But today we celebrate the most important person, the most important event, Jesus Christ risen from the dead. The fulfillment of the hopeful expectation of the human race ever since the Garden of Eden. When God promised that a Savior would come to crush the serpent's head. Well, he did it. It's done. Happy Easter. How would you describe, though, if you had to pick, like, one word, the state of your life, the way we should live in this Easter joy, in this Easter truth? What one adjective would you pick to describe your life now? Joyful, victorious, secure, confident, unshakable, maybe. And as you search for that word, What imagery comes to your mind? Maybe the image of a battle, a battlefield. Because Jesus is risen, we have won the war. Or maybe a dry, dry desert, and you're about to die of thirst, but because Jesus is risen, it's like finding water and drinking your fill and saving your life. Or maybe it's like a wedding banquet, a happy time, a joyful celebration where everything seems to be okay in the world. Those are all biblical pictures of the way God saves, of the way God has saved us through Easter. So you can keep thinking of any one of those things, keep using any one of those adjectives that we suggested. But with Paul's advice this morning, we're going to suggest two more, two more words to consider to shape your life around. Because of Easter, your life, you are dead you are hidden and may this day forward you always see yourself as dead and hidden i gotta admit probably not the first two words i would have picked to describe my easter joy death that's not a good thing death is separation death is removal the loved ones that you have lost are removed from your life. You're mourning them. You're weeping because you no longer have them. They are taken from you. Death is a terrible, terrible thing. And whenever we see death and whenever we see its effects, we are always reminded of our sin. Because where death is, sin is there also. Because of Adam and Eve's failure in the garden, sin and death, are in cahoots against us, are our chief oppressors in life. Every one of your problems, no matter what it is, can be traced back to the problem of your sin or the problem of the death that we deserve. And to be hidden? That's not really a good thing either, is it? When do you hide? You hide when something's wrong, aside from hide and seek. You hide when someone's looking for you, you don't want to find who, whom you don't want to find you. You hide something about yourself that you don't want other people to know about. You hide the gold in your pan because the other panhandlers might see it and kill you and take it. Hiding is not a good thing unless you are in Christ. In Christ, you have died. Remember, on Good Friday, when Jesus died on the cross, that wasn't just his death. That was your death. That was the death you deserved. Jesus has served the punishment for your sins already. You have already died. So what power over you does sin and death have now when you know that you're saved? When you know that you will not suffer the sins, the, the death that your sins deserve, the threat of punishment is removed. Where, O oh death, is your sting? Where grave your victory? You know that in Christ, because He is risen, He's risen indeed, the death is just the crossing through a door into much, much greater things. Because Jesus has forgiven your sins and promised you eternal life for free so you are dead to death you are removed from death's power you are separated from death's threat and you are dead to sin at your baptism you died you died to sin because you were were removed from sin's guilt you were removed from sin's effects it's as if You were dead as far as sin is concerned because you are dead in Christ and you are hidden in Christ. Hiding is not the most courageous, valiant battle tactic in the world, but if you're being chased up and down the halls of your school by two bullies, you might hide because you can't take them on your own. You might hide in a locker or behind an open door. But let's say you're being chased up and down the halls of your school by those two bullies, and you hide behind Martin Litzis, who is a 355 pound, six foot three strongman competitor. What are those two bullies going to do? They're going to try to fight Martin? No way. So when sin and death are chasing you around, trying to bully you, trying to make you afraid, trying to give you anxiety, trying to make you feel guilty, hide behind jesus who is way stronger than they are who is way more powerful and sin and death and the devil himself when they come up to jesus they have no choice but to retreat what are they going to do try to take on jesus they can't you are hidden in christ your life yourself your salvation your identity is wrapped up in christ you're safe Every other holiday kind of comes and goes, doesn't it? I have some friends who get really, really excited about Christmas, and every Christmas comes around, and then as soon as it's done, what do they do? They start the countdown and say, okay, so it's 364 days until the next Christmas. Halloween, you pound that candy, you get a tummy ache, the next day comes, and it's kind of life as usual, isn't it? Some people are in such a rush that they forget about Valentine's Day before it even comes, right? But Easter, Easter is the celebration of facts, of events, of Jesus. And this has monumental impact on the rest of your life. Easter changes your tomorrow and the next day and the next day all the way until your death and beyond. Easter has impact on your eternity because Jesus has changed your eternal destination. You're going to heaven. So how does that change how we live right now? That's Paul's advice. He says, Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. I have one friend on Facebook. She shared something last week that I just got to bring up. Because it was on Holy Thursday, so the day that Jesus is in that upper room with his disciples, and she said, If I had one day left to live, what would I do? I would probably eat junk food, do whatever I want, because it doesn't matter. What did Jesus do when he had one day left to live? He washed his disciples' feet. Really puts things into perspective, doesn't it? Jesus, up to his very last moment on earth, spent it serving But you know death did not stop jesus from serving did it it did not cut jesus's service short jesus even in his death was serving you because he died your death he died in your place and jesus resurrection when that rock rolled away from the mouth of the tomb and jesus stepped out he wasn't just relieved for himself i'm so thankful to be alive again That was in service to you, to guarantee what he said. Because he lives, you also will live. Because he has risen, you also will rise. This is your promise, your guarantee. So how do we live now? We don't worry. We don't fret too much. We don't hold out for that one person that's in your mind whose opinion of you matters so much because jesus opinions of you matter more than theirs and he has already forgiven you and welcomed you into god's family it means that if you're praying and begging god like paul did that you that he remove a thorn of your flesh whatever it is physical emotional spiritual that even if god chooses not to you know that doesn't mean he doesn't love you you know That you're still going to be with Jesus. That when Jesus comes back, when he appears, you also will appear with him in glory. And everything wrong with this world, all of the effects of sin and death will be totally gone. You know that day is coming. So we don't worry too much. We don't worry about if our words and actions for God go unnoticed because Jesus has done a lot more than just notice you he has wrapped your whole life and your whole self in him he loves you he's with you always and we don't worry too much if the the efforts we make to talk to our neighbor to help our neighbor and tell them about Jesus might fall on deaf ears because when you realize that the message of Jesus Christ can change someone's eternity that you, by speaking to someone about Jesus or by sharing Jesus with someone in the way that you talk or act or live, that that can have implications on someone's eternity. Well, then I think don't have to worry too much about wasting your breath, do you? Now, because Easter, because of the events of Easter, because of what we celebrate today, that we are dead in Christ, that we are hidden in Christ, that means that we, through Christ, are untouchable. You are death proof. No matter what life, the devil, your own sin throw at you, you are in Christ. He's got you. Amen.